All right. Today we have Lauren Lyle with Silver Social. Hey, Lauren. Hey there. Thanks for hopping on. Um, the topic of today's episode is 10 questions every bariatric clinic should ask before choosing a web team. And we obviously don't have to do exactly 10, but thought that would be a good place to start. Do you want to tell us a little bit about uh, you and Silver and we'll go from there? Yeah. So uh, I am the founder of Silver. We are a digital agency. Um, I personally have been working in digital marketing for 15 years and Silver has been around, we're going on year 10 this year. And um, we actually specialize in digital marketing for medical practices. So weight loss surgery, uh, ophthalmology and plastic surgery. So that's awesome. a little about me. Yeah. And I guess what, what sparked this episode and why we asked you to come on is that um, we worked with you and your team with several bariatric clients and you guys really know your stuff. And a lot of our other clients either have a website team that they've had for years and maybe it's going okay, but they're thinking about making a change or some other practices are looking right now to, to make a move. Um, and it's, the problem is that it's really overwhelming to know who to hire, uh, who's, who's blowing smoke and who's not. Uh, maybe they've been burned in the past by marketing people. You know, it's, it's tough work juggling a practice, doing surgery, trying to figure out your marketing. Um, so we thought this would be really helpful to, if you could uh, kind of wave a magic wand and before any bariatric clinic came and talked to you, um, had this foundational knowledge ahead of time about what, what's important, what's not, what to look for, um, just red flags for, for things to look out for, good signs to look out for. Um, so I thought you could just kind of take it away with some of your thoughts. Yeah, it's, um, it's always challenging and very stressful for a practice when they're trying to find the right digital partner. And I think a big part of the reason why it can be so challenging is that there's a lot of different people that promise a lot of different things. And it's really, really hard to compare apples to apples. Um, and so, and, and on top of that, and unfortunately I've seen this a couple of times in my career where choosing the wrong company can have very long lasting negative results, um, especially when it comes to some of the SEO elements of the digital strategy. So one of the things that I think was important when shopping for or looking for your partner agency is first and foremost, do they specialize in medical and even more so in bariatric weight loss surgery? Um, and so you can request some examples of other bariatric practices that they work with and manage. And then that, that will help give you a better sense of, do they really understand my core service offerings? Could they author content about them? Because that's one of the most important parts of your website is your web content. And from a marketing standpoint, do they know what my patients are looking for when they are trying to find their bariatric surgeon? And so definitely 
Um, asking for examples is a good way to, to get a sense of that. Um, one other thing that's important is asking them if they have certified medical writers to actually really break down the services that you offer in a way that's still understandable, like written for an eighth grade reader, because that's where most people land when they're, uh, even when they're adults, unfortunately, but having, taking the time to cite sources to make sure that the content is credible. And if that, if you do those things, then Google will reward you for doing that. Does that yeah, it, make sense for, from a starting standpoint? Yeah, I think so. And I, I think just to drill a little bit into your last point, um, I think that's a point of confusion for a lot of people about why do I need to publish new content on my website? Um, I, I know a lot of our clients have, when they think about getting a new website, they think of it in terms of, um, you know, they want a new photo on there. They want it to look sleek and nice and cool. And what are some of the other important parts besides all that? Um, and why is why is the content portion uh, maybe a little less sexy, but why is that so important? Yeah. So I like to think of a practice website almost as like a 24-hour a day, seven-day-a-week employee because the practice website, yes, there are pictures of the staff and pictures of the doctor and potentially some pictures or videos of a procedure. But if the website is done well, um, it's usually one of the front, the first things that a patient interacts with, with a practice. And so it's the opportunity to begin to attract new patients uh, and educate them on all of the services that you offer. And if you build it with the patient journey in mind, you're going to want to make sure that you have a prominent phone number, prominent contact us um, call out so that it's, it's really easy for people to either pick up the phone and call, submit an assessment, or send a, a, a question through email. And in addition to that, when you have your form set up in a way that you're capturing people's email addresses, that it also, your website also helps build your email subscriber list. Um, when it comes to content, so your content, content to Google, content is king when it comes to search engine optimization. And so on your website, you're going to want to make sure that you have a very robust page of information about every procedure that you perform. And if your search engine optimization is done right, in my experience, SEO is your number one digital marketing referral. And it's it's a hundred percent your return on investment because you can, you know, spend anywhere from five to fifty dollars a click for Google AdWords in some cases in some markets where you're not paying every time somebody clicks on your website from an SEO standpoint. So you wanna make sure that Google likes your content and the way to do that is to author quality content that infuses your target keywords 
in your geographic area. So like, for example, if you're in Long Island, making sure that you weave that into your content. But really, at the end of the day, what Google wants to do is provide searchers with the best results based on whatever their search query was. So if you have a web page about gastric sleeve that answers every single question a person could ask Google about gastric sleeve, then Google will reward you and place you higher in the search results because the end user is going to have a good experience on your website. And that all comes down to content. I think that's that such an important I think that's such an important point because I think a lot of times there's confusion about um, who you who you're actually writing for and why you're writing all of this content. It's yes, it's to educate patient leads who are coming to the website to browse around, but really you're writing for Google to tell Google to signal to Google that you're an authoritative um, site and to push you further in into the the top results of Google when people search for common weight loss surgery related terms. Yeah, absolutely. And Google's gotten so smart. I don't know if you've notice this, but sometimes if you do a search on Google for something that's pretty detailed, Google will actually, when you click through to whatever result Google presents you, Google will actually anchor you down to the section that answers your question on the page. And they, I mean, at the end of the day, that's what, that's how they continue to be the dominant player is they provide people with the best search results. And so if we can just give them everything they need to do that, then it's a win-win-win. Yeah. And just to echo your other point, yes, 100%. That's what we've seen is that the highest quality uh, leads come from people who find you organically. Paid ads are a great supplement to that, but the, your, the bread and butter should be around SEO, uh, which kind of segues to my next question. I think we've completely gotten off the the top 10 thing. But <laughs> we'll, we we'll take it where it we goes. <laughs> um uh, in terms of SEO, everyone says that they do SEO. Uh, even if you you know were to buy a, a fifty dollar website template, it, that says it has built in SEO. So, what's the difference between what you guys do with SEO, what you recommend practices do with SEO, versus just everyone else who promises that they do SEO and it all kind of feels the same? Oh, that's a tough question. Search engine optimization has become so complex over the years. And um, to simplify, yes, content is king. And so taking the time to write really, really good content is a major part of the strategy. But in addition to that, you want to make sure that the website is built in such a way that it makes it easy for Google to crawl the site. And so there's plenty of layers uh, making, you know, domain security, um, website load time, site crawlability. And in addition to those things, building links to your website, but doing so in a way that is within Google's guidelines. And in addition to that, there are a lot of people who have done SEO over the years and they have built what we would call family links or links, link farms, which aren't really credible links. So we actually spend more time removing bad links than building links in some cases now. Um, I think one thing that really differentiates us 
from the rest of or just other agencies that don't put in as much work is we also implement advanced FEMA markups. And going back to what I was saying, at the end of the day, Google wants to provide the best results for whatever the person's asking. And so one of the things that Google has been doing is really trying to understand the, con the context of what the question is. And so they have deployed a lot of different algorithm updates to get, get a better understanding of what is this searcher really asking for so we can provide them with the best results. And one of the ways that you can help Google really understand all about you as a surgeon, how you relate to your patients and your education and all of that is through a tactic called schema markup. And that is one of the things that we have really pressed forward with and have been uh, rewarded our clients, but our clients search engine optimization has been rewarded because we're taking the time to really help Google understand who our clients are, what they offer and who they serve. If that makes yeah. sense. It's very complex. Yeah. But I think, I think unfortunately a lot of other, a lot of agencies, they either don't really do the work or they don't really know how. And it's, it's really hard to understand what somebody's work ethic might be like until you work with them. Um, so you could request referrals. I think one of the challenging things about requesting referrals though is that anybody that gives you a referral is only gonna give you somebody who's quote unquote happy. Right. So. Um, one thing you could do that I think is a good way to get a sense of how strong an agency's search engine optimization is, is um, if you're doing searches on Google in different big markets, so like Los Angeles or New York City or uh, Long Island or whatever it might be, you could do searches for gastric sleeve Long Island or gastric bypass Long Island or best uh, bariatric surgeons in Long Island. And then you can find that you'll, what you'll see is that typically there's about three to five websites that are going to consistently be on page one for those searches. And if you look at those sites and you scroll down to the bottom, oftentimes an agency will put their, uh, their name and a link to their, their website on their client's website. So that, that's often a good indicator, too, of you know, how good an SEO may or may not be. That's a great tip. Yeah, it's challenging because you could have two sites that look identical if you knew both the URLs, but it, all of this happens kind of below the iceberg. Um, and so it, it's a little tough to tell. And it all, SEO also takes a while too, which is also some of the, the challenge of knowing if it's working or not. Absolutely. And I think for me, I have a lot of tools that, you know, that I can use and I can even just look at a website and immediately say, that's how I got optimized but that's 15 years of experience, you know? So it's, yeah. um, it's, it's definitely, I think, worth interviewing as many different types of partners as, as you can. And I think sometimes um, for some of the practices that we work with, a concern might be, well, I'm on the East Coast and Silver's on the West Coast. So how can this work? And in reality, 
working with an agency like Silver, who completely understands everything about bariatric surgery, about the ins- about you know the insurance process, cash pay process, um, and meeting a little bit later in the day or in the evenings to make sure that we're pushing the strategy forward is way more beneficial than working with somebody who's local that doesn't understand the business. So. Makes sense. What other types of questions would you recommend that someone considering switching to a different website team um, would ask? Maybe touching on um, pay-per-click. I know we haven't talked much about that. We focus mainly on SEO, but any thoughts on um, a a pay-per-click strategy and how that fits into the larger goal of driving quality traffic to a site? So with pay-per-click, I think that the, one of the most, the, the first things that you could ask is, you know, what keywords would you bid on for my practice? Because if they don't know what, what that, what those would be, then you're either going to have to take the time to educate them about that, or you're going to spend a lot of money bidding on keywords that aren't converting for you. Um, so one question would be, I want to see what keywords you would recommend. And Google does a lot of the legwork, but again, if somebody doesn't understand that gastric sleeve is a very popular procedure, they might do something like along like dieting or healthy eating, which isn't going to convert into patients for you because they just don't understand the nature of, of your business. So that'd be one. In addition to that, I would ask about cost per and cost per conversion. So a conversion means that somebody clicks through and went to the website and either picked up the phone and called or submitted an an inquiry, whether that's through an assessment um, or it's through a contact us form. And what you wanna get a sense of is, what's my cost per conversion? Because you can spend a lot of money bidding for different keywords. And if you're getting, so like we work with quite a few clients together and all of the clients that I work with that with Boost, where we drive leads to the assessment, we're getting a cost per conversion anywhere from nine, $9 to $15. Where some of the other practices that don't have the assessment, we're spending more like $30 to $50 a conversion. And I've seen in instances where we were spending up to $250 per conversion. So I think it's just getting a sense of how much money do I need to spend to get somebody to contact my practice? And what is that sweet spot of what's a healthy cost for conversion um, to make sure that I'm not just throwing money away? That makes sense. How about this? Um, do you have kind of an order of operations that you'd recommend? So a lot of times all of these different marketing terms and all the things you need to do to your website and social media, and pay-per-click and SEO, uh, all of that can feel just like there's, there's a lot going on. If you were to start from pl- yeah. complete scratch and kind of like build a, a good foundation, um, what would you kind of start with? And then what would you stack on over time as you get further and more and more optimized um, as you go along the path? Yeah. I always think about this because when I have, uh, practices who reach out to me, they think that they just want to do AdWords. And I'm like, well, that's fine, but you're going to spend so much money on AdWords. And I'm not against AdWords. I'm all about it. Um, but if I were 
if I could say, hey, this would be the way I would deploy your strategy. First things first, make sure that your website is set up in a way where it makes, it drives people to convert, so phone calls or emails. Um, it's a nice looking website, again, educates your patients, but it's a tool. So making sure that your tool is working for you. Um, and the next thing I would focus on, and these, they kind of go hand in hand, is your search engine optimization, because it is 100% your, as far as your um, return on investment, it is the best return on investment, because if it's done well, you're going to show up on all of those first pages of Google, and you won't get charged every time someone clicks through your site. So website and SEO, which go hand in hand, that's your foundation. Once that's set, then the next thing you need to do is really make sure that you have all of your Google My Business listings in order and your local listings, which again are part of your SEO, but they're, they're off-page SEO where like your content is on page. So those, that would be the next layer. After that's in place, I would really set yourself up to have long-term success for email marketing, whether that's through those, you know, nurture series that Boost does, or whether you're doing one-off emails. Uh, what I found is if you build an email list organically and, and you actually build a real list, you don't go buy a list, that list will continue to return for you for years because it's people that may have been somewhat interested in weight loss surgery, but they weren't ready to move forward. Two years later, they might finally be ready. And if you're staying in front of them with email marketing, you're the obvious choice. Then I would layer in AdWords and then social um, and pay, paid social specifically. In my experience, uh, organic and AdWords are really pull, mar pull ta marketing tactics. So these are people who are actively searching for what you offer and those tools help you pull those people into your website and into your business. Social media marketing and Facebook and Instagram and TikTok and all of the other ones that are out there, those are more of your push marketing tactics. So you're putting content out and you can get very, very targeted and specific on the type of audience you want to attract, but you're pushing information out, hoping that you're getting from the right person. And then when they click through, again, you can build them into your um, strategy by capturing their email and things like that. But I just think that they're a little bit further down, um, further away on the path of the patient journey than somebody who's searching for what you do. I love that. Did I answer that question? That's how my, that's cool. how my brain thinks is what, what's step one, what's step two. And I, I think layering those things in that order are so important. I think the last thing you mentioned with with social media, that's a, where a lot of people leap to right away when they don't have those other foundations in place. And to us, that's that's kind of a nice to have once you've you're really cranking on everything else. Um, a lot of times, we'll we'll see practices putting a lot of time and effort into creating, for example, some awesome YouTube videos, and then they they pour all this time and effort into it, and you know, six months later, they've got five views, and one of them is the one of the patient's mom or something like that. <laughs> Um, well, and I think too, with, with social media marketing, 
it's it's such a huge investment of time um and it can turn into almost just like this turning 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 of content but it's not really resulting in conversions and so you're you're wasting your time your resources money um chasing something just to try to appear to look like you have a following when it really doesn't move the needle so it's like yes is there success to be had there 100 percent? but there's so many other ways to make money so much easier that that one should be something that you that you build out when you have an internal team to support you and when all of your other uh, tactics are firing. 100%. That's exactly how we see it. Um, I, I want to wrap up here in the next couple minutes, but any other questions that come to mind of great questions to ask if you're considering uh, a new website team? I definitely think um, a couple things. So if you hear words, the words that include outsourcing, guaranteed, um, be wary of those. And specifically, bariatric surgery. Um, how many people are on their team? Do they, is it, a, is it a one-man show? And look, I mean, when I started Silver, there were two of us, and we got to where we mm -hmm. were, but where we are now. But at the time, we were so hyper-focused on one part of the digital strategy, we weren't trying to do it all. So if you are going to have an agency that offers everything that we do, um, you want to make sure that they have departments that really understand SEO and really understand website development and really understand social media marketing and paid search. Um, and I think the other important factor is as you're interviewing, let's say that you meet somebody that you really like and you have this connection with, is that agency set up in such a way where you're going to be passed over to somebody totally different because that connection that you have when you're first starting to get to know somebody can sometimes get passed off to a different department and then you're working with somebody else. So I would just ask, are you the person that's going to be my account manager? That's a great point. Yep. We see that very often. And a lot of times it, it can feel like a bit of a bait and switch. Yeah. Anything else that comes yeah, to mind? Those are, those are the big ones. Um, I can't think of anything else right now. I think we covered a lot. I think we did exactly 10 questions every bariatric clinic should ask before choosing a web team. <laughs> Thanks for and hopping on, Lauren. Yeah, something like No problem. Like that. Thanks for having me. Talk soon. All right.